when I first came to Saturna, and uh, I was still working a lot uh, overseas and still traveling a lot, but I had formed a relationship with Nancy, my partner, and uh, so I used to come here a lot, and eventually I moved here. I was back and forth a lot, uh, and so that made it difficult to for me to sort of join the local fire department or sign up for anything that they wanted me to be there. I couldn't take on real responsibilities where I was. And so uh, I had always an eye for projects I could manage on my own, <laughs> my own time frame. So that, that was my response. And uh, over the years, I've done a number of them here on the island. And one of them uh, was to rehabilitate the old community hall. Uh, because I had fond memories of it. And I had always thought it was an extremely interesting uh, phenomenon because I'm fortunate enough to have spanned the period uh, from when the community hall and the Saturna Community Club was really the center of all things on the island. Everything happened at the community hall. We had not yet built our new recreation center. The firemen were still a committee of the community club. The library was a committee of the community club. And there were, peri there were periods of time when even the doctor did his visits in the community hall back in the green room beside the stage. And, you know, everything was a uh, was centered around the uh, it's called the community club, which is the service club that runs the community hall. And uh, for me, it, it was always very entertaining, very interesting to go to these community club meetings, and there would be a large crowd. This is before Netflix. It's before a lot of these things, and so there would be 40, 50 people. And to make it more entertaining, it would be a potluck dinner first. And it was really the place where you very quickly uh, became integrated into the community. You got to not only meet all these people, you learned about the issues and the initiatives that were underway because all the committee reports came in during the meeting. And you got to hear what, what the firemen were wrestling with or what the ambulance committee needed or whatever. You know. So it was a very, actually in many ways, very effective way for a very tiny community. I mean, we're talking uh, in those days, probably under 300 people. Now, largely because of the success of the kind of retired group that have come to the islands, the old businessmen and people who can do stuff and build things and so on <laughs> and find money. We now have a giant uh, recreation center, which we could probably put the whole island in quite easily. And uh, it uh, is run by a very uh, effective and busy uh, board and committees. So they're, on, they're off on their own. We built a new uh, uh, emergency services building with the fire hall and the ambulance in it. That includes three organizations, the firemen, the fire services society, which, which does all the, the business side of it. And then our emergency services, the ambulance, where we have to train up all of our, our first responders and so on. So there's three more organizations, right? And then the library has now gone off and become a society on its own. That's another one. And this, this kind of proliferation of organizations in a community where the size of the community has not really grown that much, suddenly everybody's a board member of this, that, and the other thing. And, and one thing you can't find on this island is somebody who wants to be a secretary. And, but we kind of created a monster through our own enthusiasm to, you know, to build bigger and better, all these things, which we did. And, and they're wonderful services. I mean, all of them, 
I, I, people come here, they're astounded. And, you know, we built our own clinic. We did all these things. And, and Little Saturna does punch, I think, pretty much above its weight in terms of getting all this stuff done. But that old sensation of going to the community hall, having a potluck dinner, and listening to all the things that are going on on the island is gone. Uh, I don't think any of them get large groups anymore. They, they're desperate to be able to get a quorum for their board meetings <laughs> because some of them are just on too many boards and then the, and they, the others want to stay home and watch Netflix or whatever they do in the evenings now. And COVID didn't help much. COVID has really exacerbated the problem. So anyway, that difference I found extremely interesting. And, and it made me think a lot about the old halls and, and their history, because the halls were the center of activities. And we have so many of them because the roads were terrible in those days. I mean, to go from Fulford to Ganges, you know, on a horseback or with a buggy or even with a Model A, it was an arduous task. So they built their own community hall in Fulford, you know, and they built another one. Here, another one in Central. And Pender used to be the same. Pender used to have two community halls. You know, one was in Old Bay and the other one was uh, somewhere up in the center of the island. And uh, oftentimes they'd be near a wharf, you know, for people to get in. And Galliano has two, one on the north, one on the south. And so they became neighborhood centers. And you have to also take into account that lifestyles in those days were quite different. Homes were very different. Most homes had very small living rooms. You know, you, you snuggle up close to the parlor stove because there wasn't a hell of a lot of insulation in the walls, right? And, and you wanted just to get by with a few lamps because oil was expensive and so on. So the normal kind of gathering space that you have was tiny. So there was a real need to have a large space somewhere where everybody could get together. On Saturna in 1933, they had this problem because they said, we need a hall of our own. And the reason, main reason was they were tired of rowing to Maine Island to go to a dance, which they'd been doing for years. You know, they'd row over there and go to a dance. And oftentimes they would get put up overnight or sometimes they'd row home in the middle of the night. But, but uh, finally they, they said, you know, we really do need our own hall. And so they looked around and, and luckily we have the old minute book, the first minute book of the Saturna Community Club. And uh, there was a tendency to call these things clubs in those days. You know, the uh, Galliano, theirs was called a club. I think it's the Galliano Club. Uh, Main Island, they, they call it the Maple Leaf Club or something. But there was very much a social uh, kind of uh, atmosphere, dances. Why? Because most of the music they made themselves. You know, there weren't a lot of record players and things like that. And uh, uh, so it was live music and dancing and, and those kinds of uh, activities, which we don't do quite so much, but in those days, that was all they had. So it was very important. So the halls really became these interesting places. And then once they had them, that's where they had their meetings. That's where they had the important meetings. That's where, where, where things went on. And, and uh, so they became vital living rooms for each of these neighborhoods on, on the islands. And uh, now we have good roads and we can travel around between and males, but the neighborhoods still exist. And luckily, there are a lot of people who feel quite uh, affectionate to these old buildings. They like them, you know, and they want to see them maintained. And so 
So there have been some continuing efforts over the years for people to rehabilitate the buildings. And if you look at their history, you'll see that lots of them have been refreshed several times in their lifetime and developed a bit. So Saturna, we built a new recreation center. Like I said, beautiful big building. It's huge uh, for the size of the community. And, uh, you know, there's room in there for, for you know, basketball if you use a balloon, because we're all too old really to play basketball. But, and there's not enough teenagers in the high school here. They all go to Salisbury. So, you, I mean, the basketball thing always kind of puzzled me, <clears throat> but it's become a pickleball center on the island. They love that. And, uh, and we certainly use it for many large functions. So it's a very useful building. So the question then became, well, wait a minute, if all this stuff is moving, but we love the old community hall, what are we gonna do? Right? And the old community hall actually is a lovely space. And uh, as an architect, I realized, well, really we can adapt it to highlight its other characteristics that make it very useful. And it's a perfect size for, for theater. Lovely little stage, so we rebuilt the stage. We put in better lighting system, you know, so stage lights and all that sort of stuff. And we just tidied it all up, put new washrooms in it and things like that. But we tried to keep the kind of character, enhance it, you know, and, uh, and, and use it to fill a niche that we didn't really have. Like, uh, you can't use that big gymnasium for like a concert because we only get 40, 50 people. So you put them in a gym, <laughs> it's not, not quite the same, you know, and, uh, but we can have a lovely concert with, uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in the community hall, which is very popular. Uh, of course, the enthusiasts were looking for funding to build the big new recreation center. And, you know, it was their project. You know, they, they were so keen on their project that the idea of tearing down the old community hall was, that didn't matter as long as we got the money and we could build a new hall. So, and it was, uh, it was quite an issue on the island. I mean, because the, 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 the recreation center enthusiasts were on a roll and they wanted to build this big building and they were doing a great job. I mean, they, they built a fantastic building. Uh, but the traditionalists who kind of loved the old hall when they heard that the, that the recreation center team wanted to tear this building down, because it has, it's old, it has problems, doesn't have much parking, it's got issues. It was easy to come up with many reasons why it perhaps should be told down. The people who loved the old building and had a lot of memories of it said, no way, you know, you're not gonna tear it down, to the point where it created a kind of a typical island struggle Struggles can happen on these islands where people take sides. And uh, so that one was a, a long one. And that, that, there were people who said, I'm never going in the recreation center. <laughs> you know, and people said, I'm never going back to the, to the community hall. And this is a little island like this. I always thought this was all kind of amusing, but, but I would like the old hall to make its 100th birthday at least. So I raised some money and, got a team going and then you start Tom Sorying everybody. And, uh, and we, over a couple of years, we have, um, we fixed the hall up quite a bit, the old hall. So it, it should be around for a while. And uh, I hope it'll make it because it was 1933 when, when they got together. I lived on Salt Spring Island for 17 years and I've attended many events in all of their four halls, right? You know, they have 
Central Hall, which is up in the center of the island, another agricultural hall that was, it was built around the turn of the century. And Man Hall, built about the same time in Ganges, which didn't exist as Ganges. It was a farm, many farms around there. And, and then the, the uh, Fulford Hall, which is down right on, near Fulford Harbor. And then there used to be a Beaver Point. There is a Beaver Point Hall. All four of those halls have active groups that are keeping them alive and they all have their own kind of character in terms of the programming they run. And uh, uh, I think they'll carry on for a long time, but uh, you know, they're still good examples of, of what these early unusual and in some respects uh, type of architecture was. It was. It's all been very, very simple structures when they started. I mean, Saturno's Hall had a, like a barrel for a stove and, and, a, and a his and hers outhouse uh, outside, you know, and uh, no stage, nothing, just a hall, just a room, right? And that's where they held the dances. And there are many local funny stories about that people still like to talk about those days. There's still a few people who remember going to dances and things, you know, in the 40s in that space. But then in the 50s, they added a, they added a stage. That same process happened to a lot of those other halls too. They all evolved in the kitchen, got a man and washrooms and so on. That, that sequence is very common. And if you look at the Galliano Hall, it's almost identical process. And, but you know, they are lovely spaces. Uh, I remember my wife plays the cello and we, we, uh, she played with a, a Victoria orchestra and they, they came over and because there were so many of them, we, we couldn't crowd them into our little hall. So we put them in the gym, in the rec center. And we did our very best. And it was a great concert. Everybody enjoyed it and everything else. But then I went with them over to Galliano, where they set up in the Galliano Hall, which is almost the same size as our hall. Galliano squeezed them in. I just remember sitting there at the back when they were rehearsing, getting ready to rehearse. And then when they hit their first chords and I thought, wow, what the sound is like in this compared to a gym was spectacular. And I remember the conductor saying to everybody, just play softly, we're in a sound box. And uh, so you know, some of these old halls have unique qualities. And, and uh, I think the sound in our, in our hall is wonderful. And, and so in Galliano and, I'm, and uh, so as places for concerts and theaters and, and presentations, they're, they're, they're just great, even though they're unbelievably simple old structures. And uh, I think we should keep them. And, and uh, people need to know that life was different at one time than it is now. And uh, those stories, we really should get more of the people that remember those stories on the island because we're losing them now. We're losing them fast. You know, the hall had a heyday, like I said, built in 33, and it was pretty simple. But then the war came along, and in the war, they shut it down because there were no men. They were all off at war, no dances. So they, they, they closed the hall down. And then in 45, 46, you started to get the post-war immigration to the island. And it's those people who are the kind of pioneers of the island that are still around, some of those. So the, four, the late 40s, the 50s, and the 60s, we have stories. And uh, we should uh, record some of those stories. And uh, um, I think they explain you know, the significance of the halls in those days.